Chapter 37. The Teresa Gecko Scale. Commences with a quote by Andrew Carnegie. The man who dies rich, dies disgraced. Life sometimes allows us to share the journey with truly extraordinary people. Sir Grenville Kent is one of them. Okay, the Sir bit hasn't happened yet, but I'm trying to make sure this book won't need updating in the near future. Gren is hypodermically sharp-witted, the conductor of a lightning-fast intellect, an exemplary father of six gorgeous kids, or is it ten now, a dedicated husband, a man of God, and a great friend. In one of our many conversations, Gren shot forth, Arch, you're a mix of Gordon Gecko and Mother Teresa. He said it with a tone of voice that showed he was pleased with his choice of words, so I knew there was a question I needed to answer. Who on earth's Gordon Gecko? I quite liked being thought of alongside Mother Teresa, though the analogy is an extremely long shot, but I had no idea about the lizard guy. It was in the pre-iPhone years, so I couldn't sneakily Google the name under the table like a win-at-any-cost player at a church trivia night, but when I got the chance I did some homework. Gordon Gecko, it turns out, is the greedy, self-centred, power-hungry slimeball in the movie Wall Street. Great! Me? Like Mother Teresa? Gee, thanks, Gren. I think, I hope, that Gren was complimenting me for working in a pitbull-determined way to build up wealth with the primary intention of giving it all away. In one of the sad ironies of life, even with his elephantine brain, Gren doesn't even remember saying it, so he can't fill me in on what he meant either. So let's just stick with my version then, shall we? For many years, Melinda and I have worked within a principle of giving that has really helped us to maintain a semi-balanced focus on our, that is God's, assets. It's really quite simple. We aim to give away, that's the Mother Teresa bit, an equal amount of money to our net worth, the Gordon Gecko bit, at any time. So, if we add up the market value of our assets, that's our home, shares, superannuation, cash, real estate, other investments, in one column, and the amounts that we have given to charities, mission work, church projects, foundations and community organisations since we got married, in another column, then the two totals should be very similar, or higher in the giving column. For example, if on a given date our assets total $100,000, then we should have given away $100,000 by that same date. Of course, we also need to remember that all $200,000 is God's, not ours. And if we find that our assets are 50% greater than our giving total, then we mustn't just spend the extra to try and balance the books. If, through God's blessings of increased income or appreciation in real estate values and the like, the assets total surpasses the giving total, then we need to carefully liquidate an asset, real estate, shares or other investments, and give of the proceeds until the Teresa Gecko scale is back in balance, 50-50. For us, it's a simple but very effective way of trying to manage and monitor our priorities though I freely admit that it is a strategy more suited to high-income earners than families trying to get by on a modest single income. However, I encourage you to try it, or at least set up your own version of it. You may also need to take into account the total value of your debts and deduct it off the value of your assets. But whatever you do, make your decisions under the guidance of the Holy Spirit and sincere prayer. 
Maybe you haven't kept records, but you think that over the years you've given about 10% of your current net worth to God. If so, then I encourage you to aim to give an additional 5% or 10% over the coming 12 months. Fix the date into next year's calendar and set up a month-by-month giving plan to reach the goal. I'm fully aware that this is not as easy as it sounds. Most people don't have 10% of their net worth sitting as cash in the bank, so it might mean selling an asset to free up the funds for distribution. I still remember the first time that we sold what we considered to be a significant investment just to free up the cash so we could give it away. It seemed to go against everything that society was telling us to do. But when we did it, we were wonderfully blessed in a myriad of ways. Maybe you've been strategic and systematic in your giving, and you know that you've given a larger portion. Maybe you've already passed on 20% or 30% of your net worth. If that's you, then I challenge you to set a giving target closer to the 50% of net worth mark. Whatever your target is, make sure that it stretches your faith. Many people say, if I were rich I'd be generous. But sadly, experience clearly shows that if people don't give generously when they're struggling, or even middle class, they very, very rarely become generous when they're rich. Martin Luther knew us well when he said, People go through three conversions, their head, their heart, and their wallet. Unfortunately, not all at the same time. Which stage is your conversion up to? It's been well said that a person's bank statements are a telltale report on whether their hearts are in heaven or on earth. Our 50-50 Teresa Gecko scale might be looking pretty balanced from where we're standing, but if we've truly been significantly financially blessed, then maybe, even at 50-50, we're just floating in the ozone layer, sitting on the fence, neither hot nor cold, just like the people Jesus was speaking to in Revelation 3, 14-22. So there's more to the story. Before I go on, though, if you've been challenged by the 50-50 giving plan and convicted to do it at some level, please do so. May your conscience remain pricked until the scales are at least even. It's not my job to play Holy Spirit in your life, and I'm definitely not a financial advisor, but I really do encourage you to earnestly seek God's will for your life in this matter. Just do whatever God prompts you to do. The blessings are out of this world. If you've been impressed that God wants you to get started with a 1090 split or a 2080, then do it. Once you have reached that target, Let God prompt you as to whether he wants you to go further on this journey, further along this road toward poverty. Pray sincerely and ask God's Spirit to guide you and, if necessary, nudge and even shove you onto the road that he wants you to take. If you want to walk with me further down this road, then take a deep breath. You'll need it. The rest of the trip is not for the faint-hearted.